the Dad Mods Media Machine presents the Brews with the Dudes podcast. There's a countdown. For no, it's 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 so funny because it goes like I don't know why it counts down from six, but it was like six. <laughs> Three, two, one, zero. <laughs> it's like, who is this countdown yeah, for? <laughs> I mean, I mostly blame the shitty computer. It's like, but... we're so sexy. And now, go down, 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 down. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this isn't a very effective countdown. <laughs> Think about an Olympic race starting off like that. Like, oh, that'd pick, be better. They just pick some random number. Like, we're going to start at, I don't know, 46 <laughs> and count down from that. But we're going to skip the 30s, most of the 20s, and then just jump to three. Wait, are you saying that before a race, you'd be at the starting line and they would count down from 46? Yeah, just something weird. It'd just be funnier <laughs> than hell. You're all hunched off, ready, oh ready to run, and then the announcer's like, okay, 52. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> 51. What the fuck, man? <laughs> the jumps. 22. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Jesus Christ. He just gets it. He's like, oh, man. two one. And then you're like, oh, shit. It'd be way more interesting. So what do you think would improve the viewer, the viewing of the Olympics? Oh, they need they need some average people in there. Like, have an mm-hmm. Olympian and then have, like, Bob from Illinois. Just just Bob yeah, from just, the Ace Hardware? Yeah, just, like, just, just to compare, like, <laughs> see, this is what, like, a really in-shape uh-huh. athlete looks like compared to the guy that works, you know, Works midnights yeah, yeah, at yeah, Target. Works overnight stocking shelves. <laughs> who's, who's I can dig that. of beef jerky and Oreos. That's cool. So one other thing that I was thinking, and it's it's a little bit like in the spirit. You know, the Olympics sort of has started out as like this, what the Greek Coliseum or yeah. something like that. Um, and it was like fighting, you know, lions and shit. I think they need to bring that back a little bit. So if we're talking <laughs> like the like the hundred meter dash or I don't know whatever You're they are, chased by a cheetah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe not a cheetah. Like maybe it's a cheetah with like a broken leg or something. Or a really pissed like, off house cat. Make it interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Grumpy cat is trying to chase you down. What they do is they attach one of those freaking uh, cat ball feather things on on your ass, oh. and you have to run. And the cat's just fucking chasing you, going like. And this. then they like release a bunch of bobcats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay every, every runner come grab your raw steak and put it in your your pants and then uh oh man that would <laughs> be so good <laughs> yeah i i think it would definitely improve the view counts i think it would i, mean, I would totally watch that, that sounds fun yeah. as hell well hey guys welcome back to another bruise with the dudes podcast i am jake lindquist i'm donnie allen yeah, and if you guys have any ideas about how to improve our view counts, maybe release some bobcats down here. <laughs> I have a St. Bernard. That's probably the closest to like a beast we could get. Yeah, I mean, what's he the equivalent of a bear? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like 120 yeah. pounds. He's small bear. He is. Oh, he's he's also a big bear. He's also dumb as shit. He is dumb as shit. <laughs> yeah. In a good kind of way. He's very derpy. We love he him. is. Yeah, he's a very lovable derp. Yeah, until he leans on you and like snaps your leg. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, man. So, hey guys, um, we obviously we're flying flying solo here tonight. Yep. Um, we do have a podcast guest scheduled for next week. We're really excited to have on. Assuming he doesn't ditch us last second to go to dinner with his parents yep. or something stupid like that. And that so. is why we'll withhold the name. Not that it matters to very many people out there. And in, in the yeah, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It starts Mons with a J and rhymes with Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, hey, um, did you know, uh, now I, 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 it's been two weeks, that so I got to like... can reach max, max speed in like under six seconds. Seriously? I have no clue. I, I think I might be kind of close on that. I could be completely wrong. Wow. I mean, I guess I could, I could totally see that. Um, huh. I, I, I really want to see somebody get chased by a wild cat, though. Like, that's just in my head. I would maybe give the guy like a little bit of a head start because the cat's going to be way faster than him. Yeah. But yeah, wild animals totally get chased. All right, so I'm gonna, You're gonna just up. slippy slide something over here for you to see. Is that um, the top speed of and a of course, like now that we're trying to do it, oh, do it right now, everything's gonna down. just break. Yep, the internet's like this is not happening. No, it's your computer. It's not the internet. This is goddamn godforsaken oh, oh, computer. ST125. I gave Donnie one task. Go buy a computer. He I, buys the cheapest one you can possibly get. Jake from this sent thing. me a link of what to buy. <laughs> and I walked into Best Buy and said, I want this. And this is what I got. This is what we got. Um, so we're just going to blame Best Buy. Yeah, exactly. See, okay, like, put so that I'm guy in the this. Olympics. The guy that doesn't know how to read a freaking <sighs> URL website. Yeah, right. 
Well, okay, guys. So, um, I we obviously you guys know that we're Honda motorcycle fans. Um, this is Honda rolled out another like modern retro mini thing, and it's It's I love it's called the Dax, and it's it's got the wiener dog. It it has a dock sound (laughs) on it. Like I love that. It's so silly. Helmet, goggles, and wheels. Yeah, dude. Fantastic. And it's so funny because it looks like this bike. So does. this is the C70, right? Yeah. Because like th- they had this exact same style bike from back in the day, and, and I, I think it was the C70. Yeah. Yeah. It, they're, it, they look exactly the same. They're hilarious. Yeah. But this is 125 cc's and fuel injected. If it, I remember right, it's fuel injected. It looks fuel injected. I don't see a carb. Yeah. And even if it is carb, I bet you it's like super reliable because it's you know all modern yeah, stuff. Like modern carbs are pretty good. But it's, I just got such a kick out of it. I could not believe they just announced this thing, and I wanted to get your impressions I, on it. I absolutely love it. I, I love how Honda is just kind of like going to the past. Like, oh, let's just remake what we've already done because people love them. We'll just make them better. Yeah, exactly. Like it's fantastic. Like, Honda has a good such lineup. a wild lineup of their minis. I, like, I love the monkey. I would totally buy oh, a monkey. Dude. I, I freaking love them. I like, think they're fantastic little bikes well and the aftermarket for the monkey is so funny i don't know how much you paid attention to them before they rolled out this new one i have not but like it's so wild the mods that you can do to these things because they make all of this all these crazy aftermarket parts for it so you can do you can do some really wild shit in the same way that you can build a ruckus and you can build a grom you can do the same thing with the old school monkeys but now they've got the fuel injected one so now the aftermarket is starting to catch up for those as well there's some really cool shit. If I didn't sell a Grom to get a bigger bike, I would totally buy a monkey. Well, and the problem is the monkey's smaller than the Grom. It is. So, I mean, it, you know, you're already dealing with the Grom not being fast I, enough. The monkey is strictly a if, silly plaything. If we had a cabin, I'd buy I'd buy a monkey for for the cabin. You know, yeah. something to take maybe to the convenience store real quick to get stuff, dirt roads, mm-hmm. fields. I think that's exactly what that bike would be used for. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, very well could be. I mean, it's, um, you know, compared to the prices of back when they rolled those out in like the 70s, I don't know like um, how that works for like inflation-wise. Yeah. It, these are, I guarantee they're way more expensive now than they would have been back in the day. Yeah, probably. But I don't know to what extent that's the case. I don't know either, and especially this year with inflation being all over the place. Oh, inflation is a shit show. So I realized we're a few minutes into this thing. Uh, eight minutes, same as last time. Just getting into it. So um, was this the year you were born? Uh, bear with me. I've got to catch back up to this. Oh, Close that. Yep, close all Go the windows here. we don't need, otherwise everything close crashes. Close that, because, yep, the computer's already, like, freaking out. Okay, there we go. So we'll just scurry back on over here to our main page. So I hopefully like that, that I didn't throw that the audio open off. And I can smell it instantly. So, um, you know, we usually are getting IPAs, American Pale Ales. Um, once in a while, we'll get an ale. Uh, but yeah, so I got. It's called 1554. It's a New Belgian. It's dark as hell. So I'm it's gonna super love, good. I'm gonna love this then, huh? Yeah. So, um, I. I'm not opposed to dark beers. I there's just certain kinds of dark beers or the ones where you like you chew them mm. that I'm not a huge fan of. This to me is almost like a black ale. This is really good. This reminds me a little bit of um, Big Boat. Yeah, it's from, a little bit uh, stoutish. Yeah, it's, um, it's like a softer version of Big Boat, which is from um, Thicker's Brewing here in town. They have mm-hmm. some really good beer. This is I like this. This is really really yeah, good. Yeah, I want to say that this one was a black ale. Um, yeah, so this is New Belgian. Yep, it's a dark mm-hmm. ale, enlightened dark air, di- dark ale, brewed with spice. So wow, it's that's, uh, that's absolutely fantastic. Isn't that great? It's I so thought you'd like good. it. So mm. what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna do this every once in a while as well, just to kind of like throw in some variety in the beers that we're having um because i realized that like we've been on a pretty strict uh pale ale kind of diet mainly because we both like them yeah exactly and then we both kind of swing both ways like you like your Mm -hmm. white claws (laughs) i do you like your girly Mm -hmm. drinks which is fine and i like my dark stuff so like and i'm okay with getting girly drinks we can buy some ciders well here's the thing man like i've been like i was drinking guinness draughts 
since I was 18 years old. Like my my first dark beer was a oh man what shoot what is that brand? It's been around forever. Fuck, it's not Guinness. It's um oh for God's sake. You're not helping me here. Yeah, Dude, it's what to start with. Like it's a name. It's a name. It's a it's a guy's name. And I'm drawing a blank Sam on Sam Adams. It. Sam Adams. So Sam Adams had a uh, a really dark beer back in like 2004, and I cannot remember what it was, but it was it was a Sam Adams, and it was pretty freaking heavy. So point is, I've been drinking. You know, and how old were you in 2004? 14. Exactly. So and you I like, know that I'm drinking my foo foo drinks what, right like now. 32 in 2004. I was something like that. I was I was what 76. Um. But yeah, so you know, now that you're challenging my manhood here, um, I've been drinking dark ass oh, beer since before you could drive. So. <laughs> um, no, it's really so. Really good. The reason um, that I, I generally am, am opposed to the dark beers on the podcast is because of what you pick up. That's true. So I pick you're up picking up like dark peanut shit. butter, oatmeal stuff, milk stout, like these, <laughs> like. For one thing, I think milk is disgusting anyways, and then you throw that into a stout, and I'm just like, fuck this. It's thick as hell. Like, If it comes out like syrup, it's perfect. Ugh. God. But see, here's the thing. is I actually don't buy that many stouts because as much as I love them, I can only have one, maybe two. Mm -hmm. And any more than that, it's too heavy. Yeah, exactly. You feel weighted down. Which is why like, I constantly have Blue Moon in the house. A blue moon is like really a good kind of middle of the road type of beer. Yeah, it's- yeah. Well, so I I love this kind, and I you know I came across it at the um, at the grocery store, um, and I was like, oh fuck, this is such a good beer. This is one of my all time favorites. Do like, you know if they have this in a twelve pack? Uh, n- yes, maybe. If they have it in a twelve pack, maybe that's all by tomorrow. They <laughs> might. <laughs> super super good. It's yeah. It's it tastes heavy, but it. It feels like a lighter beer. Yeah, it's got a it's got an excellent dark taste to it, but it doesn't make you feel heavy. Yeah, like I used I to drink bloated. a six pack of this. Like um, there's a couple others that I'm gonna bring out. So where I was going with this before you started being ass, uh, is that I'm I guess you are um, what you eat. <laughs> I am <laughs> right, right. So I I'm I think going to just go back over the list of the darker beers that I like. And I every now and again, I'm going to bring one of those out for you to try. Because I've got That's a fine. bunch of them that I know you haven't had yet because they're a little more obscure. Okay. And I'm going to bring them out and see what you think. I'm totally down mm-hmm. for that. I will go through the, the more lighter, fruitier beers that I like, mm-hmm. which is not a whole lot. <laughs> but well, I will, I like trying that kind of stuff. Like it's funny that you think that I like lighter, fruitier. But I like IPAs. Yeah, I know you like IPAs. I know, <laughs> but I also know you like some of the white claw, like the flavored stuff. Do you like cider? No, no cider. No, not really. Oh. I I drink white claws because they're a hundred calories and like two grams of carbs. Yeah, it's that's pi- literally why it's I drink water. them. They're, they're not too bad, I guess. But they're piss water is like Bud Light. Uh yeah, Bud Light's not great. Yeah, uh, Keystone. <laughs> Keystone, exactly. That's that's piss water. So, um, I just think they're um they're they're being stereotyped as being girly drinks, but like, I mean I don't know. Are, but they're very the, effective. The, like, what makes it a girly yeah. drink? Because girls <laughs> like it. Well, my wife drinks dark beer. Yeah, <laughs> so enough. then, does that make this a girly drink? My my wife is <laughs> almost strictly drinks Duluth cider. Nice. So we have growlers in the fridge constantly. Mm, yeah. There's one. Okay. Very good. I mean, ciders, if a person has a taste for it, it's amazing how good the ciders are they in this have country. They have one. Um, it's, it's La La La, 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 La something, something like that. La something or other. That it's got a little bit of kick to it. I actually think you would like it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste cidery. Like, it has a little bit of a cider taste to it, but it's got more of a spice kick to it. Oh, okay. Interesting. They also have one... Um, uh, it's seasonal, mm. but they have one with tequila. Oh, cool! It's fantastic as well. My my beef with cider has always been that it tastes a little bit too much like like riesling yeah. wine, and I'm not a white wine fan. I I I like red wine, and I want it to be the darkest red wine that you can get. The Pinot Noirs, the Cab Savs, well, like one of that's these my nights, jam. Go to Duluth Cider, get a flight. Just... One of these nights, we should have wine. I'm fucking. Down. I like some red wine. Mm-hmm. I'll fuck up a bottle of red wine. Yeah, I, dude, I know, I know I, some wine. Fuck, man, I. 
I love wine. Back in the day when I was like, oh, I'm just going to drink until I fall asleep. Like, wine is the way to go. It works. It works. It's tasty. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're like, no, half. And your teeth are red. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you like we talked about earlier when we were working in the garage, we plucked a transmission out tonight. And um, I was telling you about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, well, they've I'll got an episode that. where they... Um, they're day drinking, public day drinking, and to okay. get away with it, they've got Diet Coke cans, and they pour red nice. wine into Diet Coke cans. And they're just, like, walking around getting smashed drinking That's their Diet Coke brilliant. cans. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. And the wife and I, we've always talked about doing that. We just, you know, end up with kids, so now we can't. <laughs> the last person, I'm not going to say his name because he's been on the podcast before, but uh, we had a buddy at Power Cruise. I think it was at Power Cruise. He might have been at your bachelor party. I'm pretty sure it was Power Cruise, though. He was <laughs> day drinking and he had a water bottle and mixed uh -huh. with vodka and something else and no it was one, vodka and no one thought anything of it like oh he's just staying hydrated and he got shit -faced. yeah it's the flavor mixes yeah um, the flavor so one. i can't remember which one it was but yes it was a he, flavor he mix got trash and he doesn't drink anymore oh, he, how time did you say the time um I, was, I think it was at power cruise that time no no i mean did you say the time of the day oh I, when he passed out god it was what four in the afternoon it wasn't late four yeah five. no i think it might have been earlier than that was <laughs> like, it? i actually thought that it was like around three o'clock oh, jesus like Christ. i'm pretty sure he started drinking at like noon was it noon around noon maybe before noon uh, yeah he started it, drinking really early and he was passed out after a couple of hours three hours four yeah. hours something well, like that i remember that. your bachelor party he slept the entire next day and yes. woke up at like seven he did <laughs> so i remember him emerging well he also like covered that room in vomit yeah. yeah yeah the poor guy he he gets started and he has a his a tough time stopping yeah. so he doesn't <laughs> drink anymore which is probably for the best yeah that's that's not a bad plan no it's yeah. not he just does a lot of mushrooms and stares off. <laughs> yes, and that is why we are not going to mention who is that person. Nope. Uh huh. So I'm really excited. Um, wait, I, God, the so I'm hoping that the laptop is going to be able to at least handle us doing the marketplace and like sharing stuff because I hope so. we. It's great. I love the show and tell aspect of this. It makes you feel like a kid again, doesn't um, it? Well, that, and it's like, we've got some hilarious stuff that we can share. Yeah, so, we, yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. You and I both like really weird shit. Yeah, and Which is good. yeah, exactly. Which exactly. is good. We should like weird shit. We all like the mm -hmm. same crap. We all like Corvettes. <laughs> right. We have a personality. Sorry. So I got something I'm going to show you here. We Let's totally see. rock a Corvette. That this is so money. funny. Like, now I've got a. Are you oh. shopping on Amazon? So we're you're going to get a kick out of this. We're trying to do a podcast, and you're shopping on Amazon. Um, this is what I'm shopping on Amazon you buy for. a mini bike. Oh, my God. That's sweet looking. <laughs> that is a Chinese uh, 200cc grand? motorcycle. Six speed? That Yeah. That you, <laughs> you can literally buy on Amazon. Li Lifen? Lifen? Uh, yeah. So it's a, it's a Lifan. Lifen. Uh, Lifan, I want to say... Is the biggest Chinese engine producer or something like that? Oh, okay. So, okay. so yeah, I, that CT ninety that I built. Probably trust that. Yeah. Um, I had a, a, a sixty six uh, CT ninety, and the transmission developed these issues. And it's very common. There's like some kind of a um, like a gear or a shift selector or something like that internally that develops these issues. And the factory engines are just, they're god-awful slow anyway. So what I did was I sw swapped in a Chinese um, horizontal engine, and it was a Piranha, was it a Piranha 140 or something like that? Tripled the horsepower of the Honda engine that was in it because a high-compression pit bike engine. Well, that one is, uh, the Piranha is technically an XY or YX engine, which is basically a Lifan. Oh, shit. And okay. Lifan is another one of these brands that make these little motors um, because they, they produce so many of them. They, and they're also very cheap. They're all knockoffs of Hondas, essentially. Yeah, they just copy everything almost. That's basically what this motorcycle is. Oh, is it's, it's a copy of a... That's actually um, a really good-looking bike, too. That's the kicker. Is <laughs> It's a good-looking bike. It's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I kind of dig that. It's got the whole brat look going on. Yeah, and I want to say that I saw one of these on um, 
I don't know if it was a podcast or something like that. Somebody had shared it or I maybe saw a video of it. They're in real life. Good looking. Like they don't look like crap. Like you see them up close and they're actually decent looking bikes for three grand. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, so that's 3000 cool plus $300 delivery and then tax. Oh, you can't so, do prime? Uh, <laughs> no. Get two days ship this for free? No, I don't think so. But ships within three to four days and then, you know, whatever process. Well, you got to figure that it's freight. So yeah. they're shipping you a box oh, with a motorcycle yeah, no inside shit. of it. And you got to assemble some of it. Well, you know, I wish so badly if if dad mods and, and we're closing in on this. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Um, this is the kind of shit that I'd love to just oh, impulse buy. Yeah, I bet we're going to build a motorcycle from a box and see what happens. Yeah, we're going to buy a motorcycle on Amazon, and then we're going to go take it and go do something. Yeah, you I know? love that idea. Like, we'll take one of the reliable bikes, and then we'll take this thing, and <laughs> so, then so we'll... So when that breaks, we're, we're riding two up together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. The <laughs> yeah, that'd be that. perfect. <laughs> that would be perfect. And then, we, yeah, we go take this thing up the North Shore or something like that and go rip around, like, some dirt roads or I whatever. Because uh, I think it's actually got knobby tires. No, maybe it doesn't. But, yeah, so it, it'd be fun. I'm happy it comes with tires. It does. That's it does. Sweet. And it comes with its motor and handlebars and... I'm I'm really curious on just the quality of build. Well, here's the thing. It's got nine ratings, and it's at five stars, so they're, it must be okay. Well, nine's not a whole lot, though. It, nine's not a lot of not, reviews. That could just but, be the employees trying to stack reviews up right there. Well, I want to say that Amazon's done something to deal with yeah, that right? issue. Okay. I that believe, like, you, in order to do a review, you have to prove that you own it or something like that. So I, okay. I think that the system's improved. It makes <laughs> you feel a little bit greatly. better. It is still a good-looking bike, though. I would, t I would totally rock that. Yeah, right? Like if, I, if we had three grand just to blow on a bike, totally would buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? I, I would buy it just I mean, because would... I'm curious on how they ship the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like if we had three, that's how we ship it yeah, right there. <laughs> so they take the handlebars. Like, do you have to put the forks on? Uh, I, I there could be some assembly. It looks like a pretty wide box, though. Is this so. like that episode of Grand Tour where they had to build that truck in the middle of freaking nowhere? Oh, that could be. I don't know. Except for we only have one box, and they had like three boxes. Oh man, I I don't know. <laughs> oh, we would. That's what we would have to do. We'd have to buy that and then like go to the middle of nowhere and try to assemble it in a field and then ride home on. I it. actually love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's my kind of jam. Yeah. I, I think it's so wild. Like I, I love and hate the idea of going to Amazon to purchase power sports things, but I, I, you know, it's I like the convenience. You're not messing around with a dealer. No, you're not. You're cutting the middleman out. Exactly. You're not paying all the stupid taxes and licensing fees that they they throw on. And they, all the extra bullshit. We had yeah. a we you know oh sorry man we printed off six pieces of paper instead of five so we're gonna try to do another thirty five bucks for an extra piece of paper. <laughs> right. Dumb shit like that. Yeah. Well, I I just loathe dealers in general. Now, granted, with Power Sports, I've had good experiences with both places, but when it comes to like car dealers, I fucking hate them. Okay. So not <laughs> to get too too much on a tangent, mm -hmm. what do you hate more, dealing with a dealership or Ticketmaster? Oh, uh, Ticketmaster. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, at least we can both agree on that. Ticketmaster and the hidden yeah. fees. Ticketmaster is fucking evil. And if you want proof <laughs> that we have a, like, a failed government, the fact that Ticketmaster is allowed to abuse oh, yeah. the uh, just consumers oh, so much. Oh, you printed much, it off at home, that'll be 30 extra dollars. It's called a convenience fee, which is, like, the most patronizing name imaginable yeah, for it. you're saving us the work. <laughs> But we're going to charge you for it. Convenient for who? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you opened up three web browsers for this. There's another $10. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Thursday. That's like, $7. <laughs> any music artist, any comedian, any live performer that intentionally um, supersedes that process, sells directly, or um, the venues that sell directly. Yeah, I, I think First Ave is like that. I try to buy straight from the venue. Any of them that do it that way, like I applaud you. Give me a list. I will. I will make sure to support you guys because fuck Ticketmaster, <laughs> fuck Live Nation, <laughs> fuck these massive conglomerates that uh, are like ruining bands in town. Live experiences. Yeah, yeah. But is bands in town getting bad? Um, it wasn't too bad last time. I haven't used them in a while. While yeah, the last couple of shows have been Live Nation or, or Ticketmaster. Oh, unfortunately, fuck Live Nation too. Yeah, Live Live, live Nation fucking blows. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I bought like forty dollar tickets, and it came out to like one hundred twenty bucks after fees. No and shit. shit. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that's, man, that's more than tax. So it was at the Skyway. Like, at the risk of on. sounding like an old fart, um, so back in the day, and this was like the early two thousands. I don't think Ticketmaster was a thing. Um, I remember waiting in line to get tickets to shit. I remember waiting in line to go see the newest. Uh, what is that? Episode one of Star Wars. Oh yeah, I saw that in theaters. Yeah. So I remember I mean, waiting I, I, in line. I wasn't an adult. I was a kid when I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> I was an adult. I was drinking in it in the theater. Um <laughs> So, yeah, like I remember waiting in line for that. I remember uh waiting in line for tickets to Incubus. I remember I remember um, the Electric Fetus selling tickets. Yep. That's I think that's and now where I the bought. Electric Fetus is even a thing. For those of you not mm. from Duluth. Yeah, I they're like you, what did you yeah, just what's say? The electric Fetus is that a sex toy? Like no. <laughs> They no. might have sold sex toys at one point. Probably. But... I thought they sold bongs and shit. <laughs> Lots of bongs. Uh, electric Fetus was, how would you call that? It was kind of kind of a hippie store, sort of? Um, like, they electric sold... Fetus was it primarily a music shop, but it also yeah. had a lot of like alternative lifestyle stuff. Yeah. They're... Not in like weird ways, just no, in like, like hippy-dippy clothes, hippie... crunchy shit. Yeah, that. Um, they'd sell incense. Mm -hmm. no, it was a little bit head shit. shop yep. like you could buy pipes and all that kind of stuff there. disc golf stuff at one point in time mm -hmm. they had discs like so lots of records too oh, it's like yeah. when it came to the music side of things like that was the place to go to find obscure music local music that you, was the go-to you could go in there and sample music before you yeah. bought it yeah, That's so if you remember Sam Goody from the early 2000s, that was when you would be able to walk up and you'd actually be able to select music. Barnes & Noble was the same thing. You would, like, press a button on a thing and it would move the disc into the player and then it would play it and all that kind of shit. Um, they had a version of that where it was all kind of digitally plugged in. It was like a big MP3 player and you'd throw some cans on your head and you'd jam out to whatever it was but it was so cool because they would sort of have their own selection process so you might have atmosphere on one which for those who haven't heard atmosphere f fucking look them up hip-hop artist they've been around for 30 20 years something like that uh minnesota-based fantastic music and then you'd find like a monomarth yeah. would be in the next selection yeah it'd be and, all over the fucking place they mm -hmm. also really supported local bands Oh, they were amazing they when were it came to local music. They very good at doing that. They had an entire section of local music. Like, if you were an obscure... Even if you're local, obscure, whatever, if you pressed vinyl, if you produced an album, like a CD, oh, yeah. they would sell it there. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you and might have bands like Crew Jones, which is, like, one of my favorite little local legendary bands because they were so incredibly unique, and they were just like a lightning in a bottle. Like, when they would perform, it was just breathtaking because it was so odd never got to see it, it is bluegrass hip-hop really which sounds insane I would, I would go see that when you hear it it's like oh my god how does this work I, I, I will see about in one of the next podcasts i'll see about playing the music because i don't think we're going to run into any issues because they're not a band anymore okay so i, we're, I don't think we're going to get like flagged or anything Sometimes for playing it the, that mix of genre works fantastic it's crazy. Like, like, you'll hear it, and you'll be like, how am I hearing banjos in really good well, lines? I, like... I think a Skindred. <laughs> yeah, Skindred's for, for those of you who don't know Skindred, they're a reggae metal band. Mm -hmm. And it, it just works. <laughs> yeah, they're they're fun. I've seen them. I've seen them live. So that was a bit of a tangent. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a tangent. I actually don't know how we arrived there. I think we were just talking about things we hate. Dealers. Um, yeah, yeah. Dealers, so anyways, that master. motorcycle. I just saw that. Um, I know that I've known that there's Chinese motorcycles that you can buy. And then this is the first time that I saw it on Amazon, which I think they've been there for a while, yeah. but, uh, I saw it and I was like, we got to talk about this. Yeah. So <laughs> if you would like to contribute to the show, buy us a motorcycle off Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's something that we will talk about in a little while here because we are, um, we're very close, but um yeah so we've got a couple of marketplace finds to share we as well do. we have some weird shit cool. which is good because we like weird shit like, yeah. why, why do you not like weird shit i mean you're a boring ass mofo if you don't like weird shit yeah we can't all like camaros and firebirds i'm sorry yeah it's too bad ryan if you're watching this i apologize mm. so i gotta see if this is gonna work correctly because bear with us guys uh our software is still very new to us um looks like we got it good hey look at that it's so, actually working really well. That's good. That is a Subaru Sam Bar, is what it's called. Yeah, I'm, is I'm, it Sam or I, San? I, the guy typed the ad as Sam Bar. 
I don't know why they would call it a sandbar and not a sandbar because the sandbar is an actual thing. And yeah, sandbar sounds like a really shitty bar in like a small. Town. Yeah, sandbar, <laughs> sandbar Diaz. Yeah, Diaz. Um, I'm not sure what year it is. The ad says 1994. I find that a little hard to believe. It does not look like it's from 94. Yeah, it looks older. It looks a little bit older, but it's cool as shit. It's like a. It's kind of a van. It's kind of not yeah, a van. Yeah, it's kind of this like little weird hippie retro thing. Um, apparently, this thing's got. It's carbonated. What? <laughs> okay, the ad is so good. Okay, I should have read the ad before um, I shared this. It it needs some work. There is an issue oh, with the fuel oh, mixture. Oh, 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 oh. It's carbonated. Okay, first off, <laughs> I, I love how, how it starts. It needs some work, but if you read up higher, right below the mileage, it says in fantastic, fantastic condition. <laughs> <laughs> sure, buddy. <laughs> I cannot believe they said, here's the problem with the fuel mixture. It's carbonated. <laughs> So what the fuck are you running seltzer water through I have it? No <laughs> oh shit! You hit a bump and it just fizzes out the gas. Tank. Oh my god! It needs a new battery. So basically, like if it's a carbureted vehicle, that yeah, means that yeah. it probably needs a carb or it needs a cleaning or something assuming. like that. It's got some kind of hilarious yeah, issue. Fuel gets carbonated flexible. carburetor. That's so god. funny. We my just god. don't know. Oh, it's cool though. Uh, that front end is. It reminds me the front end reminds me of like the old British cars. Yeah, right. It's it's adorable. It's like you got this old like British <laughs> car, like front end with that uh, that Toyota. Was it what kind of what was the Toyota van from the nineties? The wedge <sighs> had the like the oh longest God, yeah. freaking front um, end to it. Oh shit! Looks what like is a ski that hill with wheels. Ugh, it's not a Hilux. It's um, no. It... God damn it! P starts pre Previa. 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 So, yeah, so you got the British front end with the Previa like windshield. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta have those. And then it's lines. got the, then it's just van again from there on out. Oh, I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's got kind of like uh yeah, Dahatsu yeah. look to it. It's got um like whoa. God damn it. Um what what is the Mitsubishi? Oh, um Our homies got one. Delica. Delica. It's yeah, got some Delica, Delica vibes Delica, to it. It's got some bay window bus looks. Yeah. Or even it's, it's more like Wasserbox or like I, I, I just I'm getting such a kick out of the fucking door. Like, look at how big that front door is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny you you mentioned the door. One of my it's it's a small feature on this thing, but I kinda like it, is how the door handle for the front door and the sliding door mm. match. It's you got this nice little black box this like rectangle yeah, there it's just like they just made it very symmetric i kind of so like that when it breaks up for the front door it destroys <laughs> the back door <laughs> yes. well, oh man i love it though it's got, it's got like unique looks and it's on the shittiest oh, of steel wheels wow. so it's it's a very it's, utilitarian little machine I, it's rear engine obviously mm -hmm. um the back seat does not look very comfortable though that looks like they stole from like an airport uh like an airport lounge no, that does not, not look like a very comfortable interior. But I mean, you know, the hell with your passengers. Yeah, like, they get driver's, whiplash. The driver's seats, you know, look fantastic. The oh, yeah, they look great. great. Like, the really weird headrest, like, <laughs> telescopic thing that has, like, a weird well, circle like, in the middle. It's a mullet. It's modern in the front and vintage in the back. Man. There it is, dude. I mean, but it's then, not very but, modern but, in the front. <laughs> but then you get outside, and it's vintage Dude, in the front. Dude, it looks like a shitty Kia. <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks like it was designed by Kia. What is that fucking grill? <laughs> get rid of the grill. I don't get the grill. If I, you get rid of the grill, that's an adorable front end. So With the grill, well, it looks special. Well, I'm a little <laughs> There's one other thing I'm not too sure about the front end. So you got, you got the side marker lights. You have the two round headlights. You have the two amber turn signals, but then you mm -hmm. have the other two clear lights. Are those low beams? Are those fog lights? Like, they're too high um, to be fog lights. Yeah, that, that's I would, not a fog light. So I would have assumed that they were fog lights, but yeah, those might be like high beams or something. But the fog lights are that's usually weird. low to go under the fog. <laughs> that's well, kind of how they yeah, work. exactly. So if I think back to like what Japan's done, you know, like a lot of cars that we get in the States. And there's JDM versions. The JDM versions have things like a a rear fog light, and they have like you know special lower fog lights on the fronts and huh? stuff like that. It's a little bit different, but that's too high. Like it is too high. I don't think that that would. I mean, I guess it's in line with the top of the wheel well in the front. Maybe it's just like a running light or something like that. I mean, I guess it could be a fog light if it's really pointed down, <laughs> but it's weird. I mean, you think you'd still catch fog if it's that high? Yeah, you think so. 
But I don't know. Just look at the thing. Whatever. It, <laughs> it looks like its mama was drinking when it was in the womb. Oh, yeah. That, that one definitely got dropped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That one took three years to get past second grade. It, it, yeah. Yeah, some, that one was before. held back. <laughs> it, for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yep. I need to talk a little bit about uh, the thing that I found. So... What we have Love here... Oh, can I take a stab at this? Oh, yeah, go for like, it. I know it's a Carmen Ghia. Mm -hmm. This is the first-gen Carmen Ghia, though, right? Like, this is, like, one of the rarer ones to find. This the is... Front end. It's a Type 34 Carmen Ghia. This is a Brazil... I want to say it's Brazil-only Carmen Ghia. I'm going to test your memory here. Mm -hmm. Do you remember... Yes. You took a picture of okay. it and you sent it to I was me. Say, I was you were in for, Florida. I was in Orlando and I saw one. Yeah, that's I, when you. I knew it was a Gia, but I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. Did you at. have to get surgery there or yeah, something? My appendix. Your appendix went burst. Out the went first out. First full day that we were there. <laughs> it's not a power steering pump. It's your fucking <laughs> appendix. It was making noise every time I turned to the left. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, you sent me a picture of that, and I about shit my pants. I don't know how so many have made their way into the the states. I when when I say so many, there's probably like 24. But that's still more than we should have. It's impressive, um, and I so think cool. that that's because we're connected with land. Like I want to say that they're primarily a Brazilian thing, but they're wild looking. So something else that intrigues me is not actually this car itself. Um, you can notice in this picture and a couple of pictures ahead. What the fuck does this guy do? Because he has. This Carmen Ghia, he's got the old pickup in the backdrop. Yeah. There's another so, one with like another Ghia. Yeah, right there. So he has multiple of these. Yeah, and then the old pickup. So it's like, this guy clearly is into classics. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I, so I think he's in California, if I remember right. Um, I can't really tell by the plates. Um, but God, yeah, cool. yeah, I want to say that it's, I want to say that he's in California. Judging by the condition that the cars are in. I would think it'd have to be yeah, it's Cal California. Either, either California or Florida. Uh, the trees look like they're definitely, you know, oh, you, you all into coastal. Was it Arbor? An arborist? Is that, is that the one I'm looking for? Uh, I wish I knew. I, have no I don't know. Yeah, your, your trees? <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that I love it. It's for it's, sale. It's for sale for like 31 grand, that, is which that, is a lot for an air cool. I was going to say, that seems high. Yeah. But then again, it's hard to find them. And that's that's the thing, yeah. Like it's it, it's rough around the edges, um, but it's it's such a rare, special, sought after car. He will probably get it, you know, or it, it'll sell for twenty high twenties. It's one of those cars. It's it's worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. Exactly, and honestly, like regular Carmagias, the nicest ones are tiptoeing on the twenty thousands, the low lights, like the late fifties Carmagias, like the version that we get in the states here, and. and the rest of the country, rest of the world for that matter um the low light oldest versions are in the same price range or they're up upwards of 40,000 it kind of depends on like how pristine they and original they are so it's kind of cool like it, and i love it because it's of course slammed to the ground it's got all this yeah, cool custom shit good, done to it stance to it um i love it uh, i i, I like will the, i like the patina on it right i oh, i've really come to love patina same here because right. it tells a story well, I think I mentioned this to you about the BMW and how I was contemplating someday painting it and all that kind of crap. And yeah. No, like, I'm just going to leave it how it is. I love it. I love that's kind of this kind of beat up looking car that's just fun as shit to drive. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I really understand that that sentiment. Um, you know, so I, I'm a little bit bummed out because my, um, uh, my old Ford is uh, – it's it's had an old restoration on it, which is like kind of a restoration. God knows what's been they done underneath. They sprayed it. it in a garage. It looks okay. It's like, it looks, yeah. it looks good. It's not horrible. Yeah, it's a twenty footer. Um, yeah. But then you so are you. You so don't exactly, exactly. <laughs> We're one and the same. So I yeah. So I I don't get the original patina from it, but the original color is fucking hideous, anyways. Yeah, it's like a greenish. Um, color, it's a disgusting pea green. From what we were scraping off. Yeah, it's pretty pretty hideous. I'm really glad I've drank a lot of alcohol since those days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's um I don't get to have the patina with this car when shoeboxes look awesome with it. I think most classic cars do. Mm -hmm. Like a good slam like '50s pickup truck. Oh, that's such great a good look. Great 
with patina on it. Mm-hmm. It's so, so pretty. I even love it on 90s cars, for that matter. You know, talking about the BMW, like, the right I... vehicles, I think, look good when they've got the right kind of patina on them. It really does come down to the car, though. For instance, yeah. <laughs> an Integra, I don't think it would look good with patina on no, it. No, they know? don't, because they don't really have patina. They, like, they don't have the lines for it. They And they aren't old enough yet. Yeah. I think it's going to take a little bit of time before the sun like eats up the paint the right way. But the problem sense. is, man, they're, these cars are such a cheap steel that I don't know that we're ever going to get there. No. You know, like the steel that's used in these old 50s cars... The reason why patina is so common on these things is because it's such a heavy gauge steel. It's such a high quality kind of steel. Yeah, I mean, that was all that protected you in an accident. So they're like, we'll just make it thick as hell. And that's what they the thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's just what they assumed. Like, they were just like, we're going to use a thick quality steel because we want this thing to be sturdy construction. You know, it's it, <laughs> if you look at like a modern vehicle where you've got crazy amounts of um, engineering into the you know, crumple zones and all that kind of stuff. There's just layers upon layers of all like these, you know, the way that the layers attach, there's holes in certain places. There's like dimples in it and stuff like that, where it's like, wow, they really thought about every little teeny detail of how this thing's going to compress, which is a beautiful thing when it yeah, comes to hauling gorgeous. your kids around oh, yeah. and caring about your loved ones. But in the 50s, but they didn't even put seatbelts in <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, eh, if you die. Style first, safety second. Yeah, I don't know if safety, safety was third, second. Yeah, maybe, safety fifth. Maybe in the top five. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, but you know what the outcome was? Gorgeous in cars. Incredible vehicles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, just beautiful just works of art. Beautiful. And yeah, like they age so well and the patina is just like it it literally tells a story and there's just something so cool about that like brando's 41 chef oh, yeah um, prime example i think of it's that. a deluxe two-door or whatever um you know do the googles uh, i'm not going to because this computer will freak out <laughs> if i try and make it do too much but yeah it's um he's got so much it's it the paint's gone on it like it's bare steel in some spots and he puts like Gibbs so, oil or something like that on it. Here's the funny thing. As Love a, it. As a car guy, you look at that and like, oh, that's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. it's got great patina. I'll talk, I'll like go to the show with the wife and she'll be like, what's up with that rusted pile of junk? Yeah. Like, it's not rusted. <laughs> it's not like that's perfect. It's so solid. It's fantastic. I know it's funny. She doesn't quite get it. like like her her bust that she has. I said bust, not bust. Um, <laughs> two different things. Her bus has a little bit of. Well, it's got some patina to it, you know. Her it's, bus has some patina. Yeah, something like that. Well, I'm done. She's with in it. her thirties now. <laughs> it's got some. I think the kids. <laughs> um, but her her bus has a little bit of patina on it. She's like, oh, it's got rust. And I'm like, it, it doesn't have rust. Like this is super solid. Mm-hmm. Like, you look beyond the paint job. Like you're, you're like, right. it's not shiny, so it's got to be a pile of crap. I'm like, that's not how this works. <laughs> no, not when it comes to classics. No. Um, I mean, for sure, that can be a priority, fixing yeah. them up, making them pretty. But um, the biggest thing is what? how good are the bones? Like, it's got good bones. Is the you know the a, chassis a solid? A good patinaed air cool slammed to the ground oh, is yeah. such a good look. It's That's something special. Hence take, the Type 34 yeah, that we exactly. were just looking at. I would at. take that over a nice shiny one any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's always been my my hope is to come across another Carmen Ghia that's got like really good patina on it. Yeah. So if you guys want to um, invest in the show at all, uh, we we like, take donations of old air cools. Um, yeah, no joke. We not, actually we're not, would. We're not picky. Yeah, I, mean, I think we'll end up doing air cools eventually. I just I don't know when all that's going to come to be. We're just going to have a good time right now with well, what we have. Technically, we were supposed to start one seven days ago my goal was to mm. start the week after motorhead madness oh okay so we're, we're a little bit behind schedule um, we're not doing too bad well i mean we plucked the transmission out of the ford so did. sunday and, is wide open yeah and the well i gotta clean the garage out mm-hmm. that's my big thing and so the bmw runs and drives it's got some issue where it's still kind of pulling tiny when it warms up mm-hmm. but it it runs well enough that it can sit outside it doesn't need to sit in the garage yeah the downside is, is we live in northern Minnesota, and we've experienced, what, three seasons in the last week? Yeah, literally. We had, so we had Motorhead Madness, and that whole weekend was gorgeous. Yep. I rode the new motorcycle. We got the BMW out. We got the Ford mm-hmm. out. All that was fantastic. Um, then we got snow. Yeah. And now it's snowing <laughs> at night and raining during the day. 
Yeah, it's been <laughs> awful. So yeah. I, that's why it's not sitting outside yet. Is I'm kind of I don't want snow to sit on it. Mm-hmm. Rain I don't care about, but it's, I don't want the snow because the snow just sits there and then it melts and seeps and all that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. So sure pisses me off. Yep. So then then what we gotta. You're going to pull it out, and then you're going to gut the garage and yeah, clean I got, stuff up? I have yeah. six pallets I got a haul out of it that we don't need. <laughs> um, but my mother-in-law is going to burn all of them for me. So oh, that that's works, cool. That works out nice. Um, I got a moped that I need to just do something with. And Electric you, swap? I'm just going to fucking fix it and sell it. Yeah. Then uh, it's just taking up space. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit clean, and then we can lay out all the parts for the bus mm-hmm. in one stall. And, and then, then we can start shooting videos on it. That's where he's going exactly. with this. Exactly. So. Yeah, in a very long sort of way. We will... <laughs> can you say it's an air-cooled build, though? Well, it's an air-cooled car with a water-cooled engine. Okay. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, so a bay window bus that's going to get a ABA? Eight-valve yes. Volkswagen eight, engine. Two-liter Volkswagen motor. And the reason mm-hmm. for that is, A, the donor car was free and drove onto the trailer. <laughs> Right. So I can't, I, I'm a cheap ass, as you guys probably know from the tricycle series. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, so th- there's that. It's a little bit different than just doing a Subaru swap. And as you know, mm-hmm. we can't do things other people have done. And I got a really good deal on an, on a Kennedy adapter plate to bolt the ABA directly onto the Volkswagen transmission. So it's like, why not just go for this? Yeah. And it fits. Yeah, exactly. It's locked up in there already, and it fits rather well. So the um, the bus is not a ground-up build. Like no, it's, it's It's part of the way done. And what we're doing, this was originally just going to be Donnie's solo project. You were on the fence about having it be a dad mods thing because you thought, oh, it's going to make it take longer. <laughs> well, it kind of has by this point. So, so we've owned this thing for seven years now. Uh, y- yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and how long have you had the adapter and how long have you had the engine? First, shut up. Uh, okay. <laughs> so what happened was is my wife and I lived in a little two-bedroom house. We... We, she's always wanted a Volkswagen bus. That's like her dream car. Mm-hmm. We found one down in the cities for like $1,400, $1,500. Yeah, it was cheap. Solid floor, solid frame, perfect. Like That's all I cared about because everything else you can get easily. It's all easy mm-hmm. to replace. Um, we trailered it up, was having transmission issues with it, never got quite sorted out. And then we sold the house and bought a new house. <clears throat> Which then I bought a Miata and then a BMW. Mm-hmm. And I got sidetracked. And just kind of get, she, she didn't want to necessarily help me with it. So I just kind of got pushed back. And now I'm like, I really actually want to get this thing on the road. So BMW is pretty much done. My, so my shit's taken care of. So now I can work on her shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> where it's at now. So yeah. it's got, it's, everything's mocked up. Um, but we still have a little bit of engineering for the motor. Obviously, mount a radiator, coolant lines, mm-hmm. rewire the entire thing. And hardwood floors are gonna go in it. Yep. So we got we got all, all pretty much all the parts to do it. It just needs to get done, which we finally yeah. have time to do. Yeah, it's it's gonna be cool to put that whole thing together. Um. So yeah, that's why it ended up. It's or rather, it's going to be a dad mods project because then we're gonna tag team it exactly. and get the thing going because it will inevitably be a much bigger task than we both realize. So it's oh, best yeah. to just have it be a focused build between the two of us so yeah i'm i'm excited because i love air cools i i used to have a carmen Ghia and i kick myself every day for getting rid of it um i stand by my rationale at the time but it still is one of those regrets where it's like i i i should have found a way <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for a completely different reason yeah i've never owned a cool family cruiser Mm-hmm. Like I can put all, I can put the family in the BMW, and it, but it's not a cruiser by yeah, any means. Yeah, but it's tight. Yeah, it's really tight. But like a low and slow bus. Well, it's like mm-hmm. it's gonna be peppy. It's gonna be super slow. But It'll be that, slow. It's still gonna be it's slow. It's a two yeah. liter Volkswagen. Well, yeah, but it's still gonna at least <laughs> accelerate onto the highway. It has over a hundred horse, yeah, so exactly. it will get out of its own way, kind of. Yeah, it's just not. I'm not gonna go take it racing, but mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the like. Well, let's go. Let's go camping for the weekend and or to, well that's to, the beauty of it yeah or something it's a it, it's so much a family kind of vehicle yeah that yeah it's 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 a great idea and i almost wonder if like you know because it's got like the stove and all that stuff it's like uh it, well so it's it's a bay window that has camper Interior. stuff put into it but it's not a, it's not a westphalia 
-hmm. Somebody took the bench seats out and put all the camper stuff in it. It doesn't have the stove, but it's got the bench seat in the back. It's got the closet, the overhead storage, and I have a table for Did it. Did you say sink? It's got the sink, um, doesn't it? I, I have a sink for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, I mean, that's something we could always do. We could modernize it as well, yeah. where we make things like that swing out out of the back or something, or a detachable stove, all that kind of shit. Yeah. Well, Build in storage for all those camping things, could whatever. Could put an inverter in it and a stove and uh, what are they called? the hot, hot plate. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah, I might just do something like that. But that's down the road. First things first. I want to drive it. Just want to make that, it run and drive. I, I want it to move under its own power this summer mm -hmm. before Labor Day weekend, hopefully. And pull timing. and <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to just fucking hit you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking show the next thing. Let's just get this over with. Uh, I'm, done, I'm done talking to you. <laughs> Look, I want to go to bed. Oh, man. All right. So you make me want to train and go to sleep. <laughs> well, do you want to show the BMW thing? Yeah, we can show that. Okay. We'll do that first. Yeah, I like that idea of ending with the other video. Mm hmm. The other video is us just in shorts dancing. Okay. Um, so song. I've got to do the screen share thing for you guys. It, you know, this is a, a little bit of a learning experience. We've never shared a video. Um, yeah, it's it, we're just going to do it this way. Um, we're not going to bother with system audio on it. Looks like we've got a screen share going. So hopefully you guys can start seeing it right now now so a little backstory on this video um i stumbled upon it on facebook on a couple of the pages i'm a part of for bmws and i just thought it was kind of cool um it just shows the basic assembly of the bmw of the uh, e30 back in the day mm -hmm. um it's obviously raw footage so it's kind of rough but that's kind of cool at the same yeah. time it's nothing spectacular it doesn't show engineering things or anything like that but it's still kind of cool to see how they built them yeah and and don't blame your computer or your cell phone the potato quality is because the image is so old oh yeah this is filmed so on a potato like mm -hmm. easily but it was kind of cool to like just see how hand built these cars were yeah well yeah exactly and you know most things back in this point in time so this is like the mid 80s when they started manufacturing these things um yeah like they're of course they had robots that could do a lot of it but you know you can see how much of it just had to be fine-tuned by hand still yeah and i it's incredible that they, they turned out to be such great vehicles considering they're built by, <laughs> by hand you know yeah exactly i know I, I i'm really impressed with like well, I shouldn't say impressive. I, I love watching this older stuff because you, you get a sense of actually what went on with it, like what it took, kind of like the the story, the yeah. origin, the genesis of every like, single like E30 is there. job was to figure out the fender gap. Mm -hmm. Like that was his job. He, 40 hours a week, like, I'm going to just mount fenders and get the gap correct. Yeah, exactly. Like, Jesus Christ. Like that's. And it's incredible how fast they move to oh, yeah. where it's like, you know, they they perfect the whole yeah the fender gap is such a good example because yeah. they'll have like these little wedges that they'll use yeah, like, and, oh, that's perfect they can just eye it up and it's good to go and like you watch how fast they're putting like the dash and stuff in actually i feel like i've actually seen this video have you because i believe that they put the dash in yep. there it is um, uh, that's like a 500 dollars dash nowadays yeah and <laughs> they just they were a dime a dozen and yeah. i bet you you could buy a brand new one from bmw that time for probably a couple hundred dollars like 100 200 bucks I mean, look at that. I just put the whole drive like that's so cool yeah and i love like how uh modular bmw built everything where it's like oh we've got this entire cross member assembly in the front that just bolts straight in and it's already got the control arms on there and then we just do the final little bit that attaches to the underside of the body and then yeah they're, you know they're just built really well and very simple at the and same it's so time. funny that yeah then the end of it literally it's they're wrapping the thing up they want to test it and then it rolls out Bam. and it goes onto a truck now that's a seven series isn't it or is that um, an e30 no, that yeah, I think isn't. Yeah, that's the Ford version. Oh, it's a facelift model. Okay, yeah. so this was the pre, the nineties yeah. version. Well, that's post eighty six. That could be like an eighty seven or an eighty eight. Okay, I'm following. Yeah, and so we've got one other here that we're gonna show you guys that you should definitely check um, out on the channel. Um, yeah, so this is our most recent upload. Um, when the podcast comes out, this will have been the prior week it came out um we're getting excited and actually i'm really glad because uh i ran into jake at motorhead madness and he was just like hey man whatever happened to all of the footage and what you know we we had so many videos that we wanted to get out and get done so that we could be 
like caught up for Motorhead yeah, Madness. We had builds and stuff we were trying to. And the kicker up, is, it worked because we literally had our build videos up and done so that when the cars rolled into Motorhead Madness, anybody who's following was able to go there and be like, holy shit, this is the car that I just saw in the video from last yep. week. Like the finished product. So it worked out really good. But one of the bummers of that was that I didn't get to invest enough time into doing the um, Power Cruise uh, media that we had, we had filmed so much of. So we got a couple of videos out, but this was some of the stuff that's been sitting around waiting for me to get to it. And Jake asked me about it, and that was kind of like... Little, little bit of a fire under my ass. So I'm glad that he did because it came out really good. Like, we got some pretty cool footage. I love his car. <laughs> his car right. is still one of my favorite cars at Power Cruise. Yeah, so for sure, you guys, like, check out this little video we threw together. It's a short one. It's only, like, seven minutes long. Um, and it's, you know, it, it's Jake. Um, he's got, it's a 62 Falcon. He's had this thing for ages. Um it's fun. It, it's a blast. He said it makes like 270, roughly. Yeah. Uh, manual trans in it, and he just rolls through the freaking gears when he drives it. It's so much fun to ride in. Yeah, it's, I know, it, it's like one of, it's one of people's favorites. So, oh, yeah. like, I, Max actually had mentioned this to me. Like, he loves seeing this car because he knows it's Power Cruise. Mm -hmm. When he sees this car, he goes, oh, that's Power Cruise. Yeah. You know, because it's it a staple. It oh, it's yeah. there every year. Like, it's always out just tearing the tires off of it, having fun. And that's just Jake's style. Like, yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, God, it's such a blast to ride in it. Yeah, I know. I love that, like, you guys got to rip around on the track. You did probably, what, five laps? Yeah, four eight five laps. Some, yeah. oh, was it five? Okay, it was four yeah. or five, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, it didn't, like, blow the doors off of anything, but it no. kept up with a couple of older things. But and here's it... the thing. Like, you're in an old Falcon shredding gears. Like, it just, it's just yeah. fun. It's just absolutely fun. And it's one of the reasons why you guys should make sure to watch the video if you have any interest in these old cars, because you're not going to hear the sound correctly while we're gabbing over it. Yeah. Um, the sound of this car is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially when he's, like, coming through the tunnel. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sound is awesome. Yeah, he... Well, the funny thing is, the way he drives that car, he doesn't drive it like it's an old 60s Falcon, you know? he No. He drives it like he's driving a Miata. Like, he just... just mm -hmm. He knows his car. He knows how it handles. He knows when to shift, all that, and just... It's just a fantastic ride. If you ever get the chance to ride along with him, do it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. If you're at Power Cruise, ask him. Yeah, he'll oh, take yeah, you no, for a ride. He'd be more than happy to. You know, it's um, it well, and, and part of it is also he does have a T5 in it, so it's a more modern transmission yeah. as well. Which the T5 isn't like that modern, but it's you Still, know it's more more modern. Yeah, it's you know it's a 80s 90s transmission as opposed to a 60s car, and it actually has the original 60s 250 in it. So it's a straight six, 250 Ford engine. And uh, yeah, it rips. I think he said it's got like an Australian head yeah. or something like that. With like it's more big, valves. Mixed mass a little bit. And yeah. It works. Absolutely. Yeah. Works. Oh, this is so funny. The way that thing takes off, it almost looks like I sped up the video. I yeah. didn't. <laughs> There's just a, is there a supercharger or a big freaking turbo but on here's that the thing, thing is we have bigger smiles than he does. I don't know about that, uh, but maybe. everybody's having a good time, <laughs> exactly. and that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. That's what Power Cruise is. <laughs> yeah. And I won't show, like, the entire burnout competition videos here. Like, by all means, if you want to check this out, like, go oh, go watch the yeah. video. It's so fun. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. Jake just destroys the tires on this thing. Just, he has fun with his car. He treats the car like he should treat it. Drive right. The, drive the piss out of it. Yeah, exactly. I know, and like he he drives it until the tires even explode. Like it's, like he puts on a hell of a show. <laughs> yeah, good times. Uh, yeah, it uh, is, I'm and I'm Cruise. exactly that's that's the benefit of it. Is like I, going back through the footage, I realize like yes, I didn't get this stuff out immediately after Power Cruise, but it's actually going to. A lot of people didn't even know that we filmed their yeah. shit, so it'll be a pleasant surprise for a lot of people, and. It's getting me excited, and hopefully it's going to get other people excited as well. So. It's coming up quick. It is. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Well, don't say that. It's, <laughs> it is not even May yet. <laughs> we got four months. Yeah. Almost to the day. Oh, God. I know. Cool. Well, hey, this was a lot of fun. Uh, we did a lot of show and tell tonight. I'm buying this beer tomorrow. Uh, yeah. I mean, by all means, feel free to have a couple out of this I'm gonna thing, too. I'm going to steal once. I remember what to buy. 
Ah, nice. I could look at the empty one, but but you gotta you gotta drink one to know it, right? Yeah, I gotta drink something on the way to go get more. It will sure. You gotta have an empty <laughs> cup holder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey guys, thank you very much for tuning in for another Bruce with the Dudes podcast. We will see you next week with a guest. With a guest. Yeah. Cool. Bye guys. See ya.